there was a day you could get away with sitting in a corner and saying nothing, this is it. Dot nodded, and with one last look at her son's grave, she let Marianne lead her away. It's a happy release for you at least, love. Marianne said nothing. It was true, of course, but still, a shocking thing for her to say about her only son. The poor woman. How cruel life was. It's all over now, and hopefully Dominic is at peace. Try to remember the good times. There were plenty of them. Dot squeezed her hand. You are such a good girl. What would I do without you? You've done a lot more for me than I've ever done for you, so today, let me take care of everything. Let's do this properly. Right so. Dot agreed, and arm in arm, they strolled back across the grass to join the other mourners. The day seemed to drag on and on. Marianne was hugged and kissed, her hand squeezed, her shoulder patted. She smiled, inclined her head, and murmured her thanks. But her eyes were constantly seeking out the children and her mother-in-law. Andrew was in the garden with Colm, Helen's son and some other kids kicking a ball around, but Kate wouldn't join in. Marianne suggested that she and Joanna's daughter, Rachel, go upstairs and listen to music. But Kate just shook her head, and continued to drift between her mother and grandmother, as if frightened that they too would disappear. Dot sat in a corner surrounded by a few close friends, a cup of cold tea untouched in front of her. Are you okay? Marianne looked around and smiled at the concern on Joanna Buckley's kind face. These last few days, Joe and Helen had never been far away, quietly taking care of her and her family. I'm fine. Have you had enough of this lot, love? Helen asked. Do you want Johnny to shift them? Just say the word. Helen's husband gave Marianne a small salute. No, it's okay. Leave them for another while. How are the kids holding up? Joe asked. Who knows? Marianne sighed. Andrew's at least distracted for the moment, but Kate is very quiet. I'm not sure what's going on in her head. Why don't I take her home to spend the night with us? Joe suggested. Rachel will look after her. Marianne's initial instinct was to turn down the offer. She didn't want to let either of her children out of her sight. Still, perhaps it would do Kate good to get away from this house for a while. Okay, thanks, Joe, that would be great. I can take Andrew too if you like. No, Marianne said quickly, not ready to relinquish her baby. Dot and I need someone to fuss over. You look exhausted, Marianne. Go and have a lie down, Helen suggested. No one will miss you for an hour. Marianne did feel tired. She'd hardly slept since the night that she'd answered the door to the two policemen who'd told her that her husband had taken ill at a restaurant in the city centre. Although there had been a doctor present, they had been unable to revive him. Dominic was pronounced dead at the scene. The results from the post-mortem confirmed that he had died of a heart attack, there had been traces of drugs and alcohol in his system, which didn't come as a surprise.
Dominic drank too much and had been popping pills for years. His job as a stockbroker was fast-paced, risky, and stressful. And though he'd loved it, he couldn't cope without a little help. Or, in hindsight, a lot of help. He could have moved on to harder drugs in the end for all Marianne knew. He had become adept at hiding his habit from her. She'd given up trying to figure out what was going on in his head. She had stopped trying to help him. She had ceased to care. The only time she confronted him was if his strange behavior impinged on the children. It amazed Marianne that none of their friends appeared to have noticed his erratic moods. Or perhaps they had just decided to ignore them. As she moved between the groups today, she'd heard them, one after the other, bemoan the fact that he had died at just 38 of a heart attack, no doubt brought on by the stress of his job. He worked too hard.